we are now uh, switching to presentation that <clears throat> I'm giving together with uh, Dimitri. Dimitri is setting up the slides. I had earlier a bit of internet issues. At the moment, it seems stable, so we will start as, as planned. He has the control. Um, the uh, project is called, or the paper is called, uh, The Roles of Demand and uh, Competitive Uncertainty in Imitation of Resource Allocation Decisions. The project is, um, I can see the slides now, Dimitri, great, thank you, um, is co-authored with yeah, Dimitri and Yuri Mishina from Imperial also, and uh, Jamal Shemzi from Michigan uh, State uh, University. Um, so you see from the title, and maybe Dimitri, you can go one further, um, we are looking at the role of uncertainty in this whole imitation discussion. And uh, I listed a lot of papers here in the first uh, bullet point, um, but uncertainty is actually a common factor across the work in many different areas, sociology, economics, economics management in uh, imitation studies. Uncertainty motivates firms uh, to look at uh, industry peers and imitate uh, their uh, investments was found in uh, empirical research studies. But there are also some studies when uncertainty is common to all competitors. So everybody in the, in the industry has, faces the same uncertainty. Um, then under this uncertainty, some are finding that there's actually less imitation. And there are some other studies that even in such dynamic and unpredictable environments, they still observe some form of, of imitation. Um, now, if you look at overall into the imitation literature and you follow the, the AMR piece from Marvin and uh, Marvin Lieberman and, and Azaba, then there are two broader classifications of imitation. There's the information-based motives of imitation where it's all about uh, information asymmetries or learning uh, to reduce uncertainty or to imitate because of legitimacy reasons. And then as the second larger area, you have rivalry-based motives of imitation, where it's all about risk mitigation relative to your competitors, as well as an uncertainty that is exogenous to you, meaning uh, uh, identical to, um, uh, to all of you. But um, um, Lieberman and Azaba, they are actually arguing that various kinds of imitation may actually also coexist, and maybe environmental conditions could help distinguish between, between those. Um, there's some empirical work out there that actually looks at different types of uncertainty in, in, the, same, in the same study here, Gaba and Terlark in 2013, they found that firm uncertainty as well as market uncertainty influences the extent of imitation. But when you look at market uncertainty or an uncertainty in the market environment, there could be uncertainty about uh, demand and there could also be uncertainty about um, a competitor, a competitor moves. Um, so we are asking the research question, um, how does demand uncertainty and competitive uncertainty shape uh, imitation behavior? Now we argue in our uh, moving towards an integrated theory because we see that the separate debates on different motives of imitation, they actually are relevant to each other. So if we go a step back, uh, then we know that different types of environmental uncertainty contribute to risk in the business uh, environment. And that under uncertainty, social considerations are actually uh, more important and, and enhanced. And uh, it could be that actually uh, using imitation as a strategy to reduce downside risk could, could actually help 
uh, to shape uh, social comparison by external uh, parties. When firms compete as rivals under uncertainty against each other, then relative performance becomes more important over absolute performance. Thompson was saying that many, many years ago. And uh, there might be a desire to actually avoid any potential negative reputational effects from having bet on different paths, uh, uncertain paths, uh, than rivals. And that might depend a little bit whom you consider as different uh, competitors here. So our overall framework here uh, includes the extent of imitation as a dependent variable. Then we have demand and competitive uncertainty, what I mentioned earlier. And then uh, the, the competitor focus here, whether a, a competitor, a, a successful competitor, or how I am standing in the, in the relative performance uh, ranking. So let's start with the first hypothesis here. We are arguing that demand uncertainty that is common to all has a positive effect on imitation, though it reduces the reliance on observational learning. Demand uncertainty actually creates opportunities for rivals to, for bets of rivals to pay off. In those environments, imitation as a risk mitigation strategies might actually be useful. And if everybody invests in the same area and there are systematic shocks, then you can share the blame. So it's not you who are the idiots, it's the whole industry that was the idiot. Um, then we argue also that competitive uncertainty has a negative effect on imitation, unpredictable actions, delay competitive uh, response, swiftly copying unpredictable strategies of competitors can be costly, can put your reputation actually at risk when you're quickly imitating here. Uh, they are deviating from the norm, you're chasing after this, and there might be perceptions of lower uh, legitimacy as well as time lags in terms of the performance feedback. Beyond these direct effects, we also have uh, moderator effects of demand uncertainty. Um, when there's high demand uncertainty, the relationship between actions and performance frequently changes. The cost of chasing your imitation target increases. And when the environment keeps changing, it's actually not clear what grants a legitimacy, uh, who grants legitimacy. So there's a follow the leader trap uh, and the desired signaling effect might not work in those environments where everybody faces the same uncertainty. Uh, we then also argue that demand uncertainty positively moderates the positive relationship between performance rank and imitation. That goes back to the work from Dimitri and me on rivalry-based imitation that is more effective under uncertainty. Market leaders, obviously they are visible to external stakeholders and they might actually want to avoid the judgment that uh, the current leader isn't fit for the future in uncertain environments. And then finally, um, market share leaders, they might try to avoid triggering any response that could upset the equilibrium, avoid disrupting routines. And they also get, and we know that from some empirical work, they get actually less punished uh, when not following unconventional moves of uh, others. Thank you, Jan. Um, so let me then talk about the context that we're looking at these uh, hypotheses in and the uh, empirical approach. So we're looking at the Hollywood uh, movie industry. Uh, specifically, we're using data that uh, Jamal Shamsi has uh, collected um, that contains information about every film released in the US between 1986 and 2004. And our unit of analysis is uh, a given studio's quarterly product portfolio, where the products are film projects, of investments across 20 different movie genres as classified by IMDb. 
we think that this is an interesting uh, context in which to, to look um, at imitation and uncertainty uh, because it's one where it's commonly understood that uncertainty plays a big role, as these quotes both from uh, William Goldman, a screenwriter, and Richard Caves, uh, an economist when uh, discussing the industry, uh, illustrate. Furthermore, it provides a small and stable set of major rival organizations uh, that compete fiercely in terms of box office sales. It provides a, a context where film, film investments and box office revenues are observable. Um, there's also a high failure to hit ratio of film uh, projects, which of course comes partly from the uncertainty. And it's understood that there is imitation behavior that happens in the industry. To give you a better idea of the kind of data that we're using, uh, let me give you an example of the investments of a film studio called Paramount in the fourth quarter of 1996. This is the time where they started um, filming for these five different movies. And for each, we know the budgets that they had and the IMDb genres to which these films were classified. Dimitri, one more minute. Okay, so what we do is we then use this information uh, to create the portfolio of the studio's new investments, okay, by splitting up these uh, budgets among the different genres uh, involved. A dependent variable, the extent of imitation, is defined as the cosine similarity of the focal studio's uh, new investments across 20 genres and a given competitor's previous quarter investments. So we're doing this at the dyadic level, uh, so the extent to which one focal studio imitates each of its potential rivals. In terms of independent variables for demand and competitive uncertainty, we also use the similarity um, measures uh, for demand uncertainty of opening weekend performance across all genres, and for competitive uncertainty, uh, the portfolio of new investments across all genres. Uh, and for competitive performance and performance rank, we're using opening weekend performance figures. As you can see, we are also controlling for a whole bunch of uh, different things which might affect imitation behavior. In terms of some preliminary results, uh, what we have here is that demand uncertainty, uh, which we predicted would be a positive effect on the extent of imitation, uh, only seems to become positive once you consider both competitive uncertainty uh, and its interactions uh, with competitive performance and performance rank. So we are finding some initial support for the hypotheses, but we still have a fair way uh, to go uh, in developing this paper. We've done a couple of post hoc tests uh, around our reasoning and around alternative measures for uh, uncertainty, um, which are also providing consistent results. In terms of the implications, we think that this project makes the point that it's not enough to consider information and rivalry-based motives of imitation in isolation. Uh, that integration of economic reasoning into organizational research on imitation can further our understanding of resource allocation decisions and that prior work across these disciplines might underestimate the effect of uncertainty on mimetic investment decisions because it does not consider both of these kinds of uncertainty and how they interact with these different motives for imitation. We also think it has some broader implications for the literature, uh, but we'll leave it to uh, the discussion to get further into those. Thank you. Okay, thank you very much to both of us <laughs> for presenting.